Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,409. Never mind what the problem is. What are you going to do about it? This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Mark Green here. I'm a car care fanatic. You know that. And I've discovered Migliori Luxury Car Care Products. Migliori Strata Coating is a ceramic treatment that you can easily apply by yourself. It provides your special vehicle with a high-gloss finish and lasts for over a year. Migliori Strata Coating features an extreme hydrophobic finish, so water sheets right away, reducing water spotting, and it makes your car washing a breeze. With over a 100 positive reviews on Amazon, this is a time-tested product that's made here in the USA. With fall and winter on the way, protect your vehicle's finish with Migliori. You'll find all their premium car care products at MigliorioWax.com. Plus, you'll get 10% off at checkout by using the code CARSYEAH. 10% off, what a deal. That's M-I-G-L-I-O-R-E-Wax.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today a very special guest calling in from Stockton, California, Joel Karish. Joel, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Ready to go. All right. Joe Karish has been a trial attorney for over 50 years, and when he's not in the courtroom, he's on the road. In his 1927 Bentley 3-liter that he acquired over 22 years ago. Together, he's put over 40,000 miles on that special car, of which over 26,000 miles have been in rallies and tours all over the world. I had the honor of spending a day with Joel in his car during the La Jolla Concord Tour last spring, and what a special day that was for me. I still remember that like it was yesterday. Joel was the Bentley Drivers Club chairman, Golden Gate region, and he has toured in his three-liter Bentley in Switzerland, South Africa, New Zealand, Austria, Italy, France, England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, oh my gosh, Canada and the Western USA. He has been everywhere in this car. His car has also been on the lawn in many Concorde events, including the La Jolla Concorde and Ironstone Concorde d'Elegance. On his 16th birthday, Joel got his student pilot certificate, and then he went and got his driver's license, which tells you a little bit about his passion and need for speed. So, Joel, I told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little more about this passion you have for automobiles before I jump into the questions? Well, you always wonder what uh, made it happen, and I have to 
thank my brother, Wolf, who was uh, five years my senior. And when I was growing up in uh, Oakland, he took me down to the Oakland Speedway, which famously is where Bill France got the idea for the Daytona High Bank Speedway. Uh, I was, I think, nine at the time, and the pleasure was to run up the side of the bank and not fall off. It went on from there. My uh, cousin, Bill, was a uh, participant in the first uh, Grand National Roadster Show in Oakland, 1950, with a uh, hot rod with a Cadillac V16 engine. So those were all happening before I was a teenager. And then my family moved from the Bay Area up to the wine country in Sonoma. And I recall vividly in high school, the metal shop instructor said, okay, if you want to, go ahead and build a go-kart, which I did, including spring front suspension. And I didn't realize, but that is the kind of the avenue now for people that seriously want to go racing to starting go-karts. That was in 1960. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll you know, tell you, this is going to be a fun talk because, as I said at the beginning, uh, Joe was kind enough to let me ride along in his Bentley when I was at the La Jolla Concorde. And I had never been in a car that old. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic day. I mean, it really put a perspective for me on people that take these cars of this era, this age out and drive them. And oh my gosh, does Joel drive cars? It's absolutely incredible. You blew me away. He drove all the way down from Stockton. The next day we drove all over San Diego County. The next day he was in a Concorde. And then instead of taking the night off, he jumped back in his car and drove back home. I mean, you are a stud, Joel, in so many ways. You just, you inspire me so much. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah, I know you love to drive, Joel, so take the wheel. I guess they call being in the law business a word to Smith. And although I've never met Mr. Smith, the uh, thing that in- impressed me, there was a couple of phrases, and I frankly tried to use them to get through business and life. One to me is, uh, never mind what the problem is, what are you going to do about it? And to me, that's essential because, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who get busier and busier and busier in life. They take on work they can't do, or they take the work and it ends up in the corner. And the problem is dealing it, evaluating if it really is a problem, and then taking care of it. Timing is essential for this, obviously, in problems, and, of course, in negotiations. Most of law has become that with negotiations and with other things in life that you don't just do something on the occasion. It has to be a time in the life of the problem to try to negotiate it if you can and fight and go uh, to a resolution that way. And I guess the old phrase is probably best of all, certainly for cars, and that is when you're looking at a problem, if it doesn't need fixing and if it ain't broke, then leave it alone. Those are pretty much my things. And one other comment as far as uh, people. They've said, and I've come to believe it, you can change a person's attitude, but not too much. There you go. You know, great sayings, all of those. And having spent that day with you in, in your beautiful Bentley and watching not only the challenging way that you have to drive an old car like that, but I know every time we had, would, would have a stop, they had different stops for us. You would always stop and check things and look at things under the hood. I mean, it was just a whole different kind of mentality. And and way of thinking. But I was also thinking of you a couple of weeks ago, Joel, because I knew we were going to have this talk. I got to sit through my first uh, trial. I was on a jury and uh, I was thinking a little bit about you because you've been a trial, jur- or trial attorney, I should say, for many, many, many years. And 
The one thing I noticed sitting there was uh, it wasn't anything like TV. It wasn't nearly as good. <laughs> it was like just normal people doing things and kind of sitting there as a juror, kind of wondering about all the stuff that can't be presented. It was a very interesting uh, and actually honorable experience for me. I love the way our le- legal system operates here. And uh, I finally got to sit in a, on a jury trial and see what that was all about. So uh, really nice job that you guys do there every day. I can't imagine being in the courtroom and facing all the things you face every day, and especially the people sometimes. Well, I want to take a look at some of these roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure. Now, you've driven your car all over the world. I have a feeling maybe once or twice things didn't go the way you wanted them to go. I don't know if you want to share one of those stories with us, but I can't only imagine the things and places you've seen in that old car. So walk us down one of those challenging times, would you? For some reason, what happened in South Africa, the two times we went there, always sticks in my my mind and memories. First of all, are we really out there? And you're constantly visited by animals that you only see of in the travel books, National Geographic. And so as luck would have it, I had a flat tire. And when I say it was in Golden Gate Park, you say, oh, you must mean in San Francisco. No, actually, there's a Golden Gate Park in South Africa. There we were, and I took the tire off, and I Proud to say that's the worst thing that ever happened in all the travels. Just a flat tire. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it? Oh, yeah. my God. What, what can I say? What can I say? You know, I was expecting something more exotic, like a, a rhino attacked the car or a lion jumped in the back seat or something crazy. No, and it, it's true, Mark, because they give you instructions from the Great Park is the Kruger, and there's other ones, but uses it as an example, is they always say never get out of the car, that you are in their house or in their, their space. And if you stay in the car, they recognize you. And if you step out of the car, it's lunchtime. And so you always stay in the car. Of course, the first time we were trying to ford a river, it looked too deep. And so I said to my colleague, I said, well, let me get out. And if I find myself standing there and all of a sudden uh, somebody, something is peering around the uh, bush. And I think, well, I think I'll just get back in the car and we can sit in the water. But uh, it's hard to break your patterns. And it's literally another, another world. And it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just fantastic. It comes to mind the movie Apocalypse Now, Never Get Out of the Boat. Exactly. In that movie exactly. where they jump out of the boat and the tiger comes after them. Yeah. But uh, yeah. this is, well, you know, it's really a tribute to the, the old Bentleys, the fact that you traveled and driven this car in so many places and the fact that it's never really let you down. No. And it, there's reasons behind that, obviously. Well, first of all, trying to keep the uh, maintenance in, in good and working condition. But I have to pay debt to the Bentley Drivers Club. The statistics are such that they built a little bit more than 3,000 cars in the time of Bentley, which, as you know, is the centennial this year of 1919. And uh, half of the cars are still on the road, and they're being driven. So when the Bentley Club would set up a, a meet, as they did and do continue to the present time, they're supporting you in the sense that if, God forbid, something should happen, they're there to help you. But when you're out on your own, then you literally are on your own. And Bentleys were, were built and with uh, service wrenches and spanners and, and the necessaries so that were it to break down, the driver could fix it himself and go on with his trip. Well, having just uh, come back this past summer from uh, Monterey Pebble Beach Car Week and seeing all the incredible Bentleys, on the lawn at Pebble. They had an incredible collection of Bentleys at the Quail event this year. 
and it's around the peninsula in Monterey and the cars that were on the road. I thought of you every day because uh, I just said, man, you know, there's just so many of these cool cars out there. And the fact that I got to spend a day in one, and I think I told you, uh, you called me when I was down in Southern California last week to chat before we got together for this show. And uh, I did finally get to get in an older car, got to spend a day or morning in a 1913 Rolls Royce uh, that Stephen and Amy Plaster let me ride along in. So I have been in one a little older than yours, but it was a magnificent car and an equally delightful experience as I had with you. So thank you again for a, a wonderful day. That was fantastic. In fact, I'll let our listeners know that we had a couple other guys riding with us in the car. Of course, Wayne Craig, who's been a guest on the show, and another gentleman. And uh, Wayne was nice enough to get us all white uh, duster coats that had Bentley on the back. So we were the Bentley boys that day, right? I'm still smiling and laughing when I think about it. I know. It was great. I'm going to post some pictures on social media so that you guys listening uh, can see some pictures of that day. Uh, it was absolutely brilliant. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first special car. You've had this Bentley that you have now about 22 years, but is there a first car in your life that had great meaning for you beyond the car you have now, or is this the one? I think it began with Morgans. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed the trike and very much. I didn't own one, but I had driven one and then the four, four and ultimately the eight. And they were delightful cars. Uh, the eight was perhaps the most uh, interesting because it had the uh, small block V8 in it. And here's a, an ancient car with a, with a wood frame. And this dynamo for for a motor. So I'm coming back from court one morning, and all of a sudden, the entire car is enveloped with smoke, and it looked like a scene out of NASCAR. When I finally got it stopped, I realized that the oil cooler line had had uh, severed, and I was now Smokey, whomever it is, Smokey Unic or somebody. And uh, my mechanic thought maybe I should turn elsewhere. It was one of the very early eights and a lot of fun, but it's, you know, a modern car with vintage apparel. That was fun. I miss it. And uh, maybe that's how I got into the, the British stuff. Then a uh, Mark VI, which was originally owned by Ernie Kovacs, the uh, comedian. I have to give you a little bit of heritage. My family, my mother was from Austria-Hungary. Well, Kovacs was a Hungarian, so that was an immediate entree to buy Ernie's car. And uh, it was fun. I've driven it, driven it across the country. It was uh, totally reliable. But then somebody came up to me one day and said, why don't you get a real Bentley, a vintage <laughs> Bentley? And uh, the rest is uh, what you can see now. As they say. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of those cars, is that your seller's remorse story in your life? Uh, do you wish you still had one of those back still? Well, the more the 4.4 was reliable. And I actually have a picture. Uh, one of like things that are round and, and with magnetos. And I had a round engine airplane. I have a very favorite picture of the Morgan in the shadow of the wing of the Cessna 195. And that to me, it was always kind of a warm spot. And uh, that one I, I reminisce about. No doubt. No doubt. Well, you've driven your car, geez, just about everywhere. If you were looking ahead, I know we're kind of in the fall here, but are you looking ahead at some upcoming tours and drives you want to do either this year or next year? The uh, schedule is always changing. There's a lot of people that promote these uh, commercial vendors, clubs offer things, and it's limited only by your time availability and uh, you know the resources that the car would uh, be up for it. I don't have anything on the calendar right now, but always watching. Yeah, no doubt. Is there an event that you... Uh 
that you always have wanted to do that's kind of out there on a bucket list? Or have you pretty much covered all that? I mean, I listed off a lot of places that you've driven cars. It just blows me away. Well, one of the just seminal uh, events was the Milamilia in Italy. We did that in uh, 2000, not in the Bentley, because there were certain requirements to get the car in. Ultimately, that it could not even be accepted if it wasn't actually in the one of the original Milamilias that stopped, I believe, was in 47. But I can say, you know, we participated in it. It was in uh, an early Aston Works car, a lot of fun, and maybe one day in a Bentley. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, Joel, up next is the last lap before you and I put the pedal to the metal. Let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new AVS2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com to check out the latest products for your ride and when you're ready to check out enter cars yeah in the coupon code and get 10 percent off your order that's edelbrock automotive performance since 1938 you take care of your cars but who takes care of your investments tune-ups aren't just for engines updating your financial plan is important too your gps may take you from a to b but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified. And he's a car guy, too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com. Or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at com. Okay, Joel, we are back and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifested as a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a car, what would Joel be and why? Well, I think I've mentioned several times, Mark, that I love to travel. I live to travel and we've done wonderful things. And so I thought, now, how would I approach that were I in a car? And for some silly reason, the thing that came to mind was a Land Rover. I think you could go anywhere or something like that. But to me, a Land Rover would be certainly a start or going around somewhere without limits. I like that. That's perfect for you, Joel. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks for giving some thought to that. Well, we are entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that Land Rover throttle. So here we go. 
What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Drive the car. Yeah, boy. You know, that's another thing that that I want to make sure I mention here because I, I'm a bit of a, I'm guilty of this. I tend to like cars that are as perfect as they can be. And as a result, I don't drive the collector cars I have as much as I should. I'm always worried about them. And that's one of the things that I really uh, look up to you, Joel, about the fact that you do take your cars out. You drive them, you don't worry about them, you take care of them, but you're enjoying them. So every time the sun starts to come out, I think, Okay, Joe would jump in the car and go for a drive. I need to do that. So thank you for that inspiration. Very, very nice. Let me add, everything you said is spot on. But the other thing that is so much fun is to have a co-pilot or somebody as a a companion in the vehicle. I think I told you that uh, my wife, Raquel, was the bilingual certified interpreter navigator. And uh, sadly, we lost her a few years ago. But she loved it, and it was the magic carpet. But to have somebody in there in a four-up four uh, vehicle gives you a lot of space and places for, you know, things to carry and go anywhere in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, my condolences for losing somebody so special. But the fact that she loved the cars as much as you do, and you, you talked about her when we were together in La Jolla. And, uh, yeah, she was a very, very special co-pilot that you had in that car, no doubt. She's looking down on you today with a big smile. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes in the in this life of yours? Well, this uh, seems to have uh, crept into our lives, and and without getting too philosophical, is the skill or just the habit of talking to people instead of using devices. Whenever you can hear the voice, or even better, if you can see the other person and watch their body language, which is a bigger communication as far as I can tell, than what comes out of off the lips. And so just the ability to communicate is so fundamental, and I'm worried, concerned, that it seems to be something less than the number one priority it served us for, for, for ever, seemingly. That, that you concerns know, me. Yeah, I, I agree that with you there. And I know I've talked to my kids about this, about the importance. Uh, both of them work in, in fields where, they do have to talk with people, communicate, and they sometimes complain a bit about some of their coworkers and colleagues that are of their age that are not that great at communicating unless they're on a device and so forth. So I always encourage people the same thing is put that phone down and talk to people. Having just come back from a trip to Southern California, I was just kind of disheartened by so many times I'd go into a restaurant or into a place and you'd see two people at a table together and they're both on their phones the whole time. <laughs> it's like talk to each other, look at each other. So I try to make it a habit of putting my phone, turning it off, putting it in my pocket uh, when I'm around folks and not answering it when you're talking to somebody. Another rude thing so many people do. Yeah, try going a day without your phone. Just put it away. Don't even bring it with you and uh, see what changes in your life happen. You'd be surprised. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes? The idea of starting something and carrying it to completion and, of course, not taking on something that you're incapable of doing, which isn't to say don't do new things. That, To me, that's even worse. But to try to take a look at it, analyze it without overthinking it, and then allotting the time for it and uh, and doing it. Of course, with that, with as busy as our lives are, you need some time to take some rest. And as uh, my cousin recently told me, she said, you should take some rest. Why don't you 
Just do nothing. After all, that's doing something. I don't do nothing very well, as my wife says. I, know. I, don't, I don't sit around well. I, yeah. I get really antsy. I don't like sitting and watching TV. I, I need to feel like I need to be doing something all the time. Uh, sometimes it even gets in the way of my book reading. I feel like, oh, there's something else I should be doing. But uh, I understand. How about a resource? Is there one that you'd like to share with our listeners that you find really compelling? Well, when I think of resource in terms of uh, books, so much of the old stuff is uh, well memorialized in uh, biographies, documentaries, what have you. And one of my uh, favorite uh, resources as such, besides talking to people, is a book that's called Peking to Paris. And it's the story of Prince Borghese's journey across two continents in 1907. And it was written by Luigi Barzini, who was a newspaper man. That's become the Peking to Paris rally. This is the real thing, and I commend it to anyone who would like a wonderful read. It's real, even to the point where they're doing it. It's a retro, and it's maybe the greatest travel experience on Earth. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. I've known several people that I've had on as guests on the show here who've driven that in the modern day era uh, and had a spectacular time doing it. Uh, one of the most recent being uh, Renee. Brinkerhoff, who drove her Porsche 356 uh, in the Peking to Paris just recently, uh, uh, had quite an adventure there. She's had an incredible adventure. She's been doing uh, seven tours around the world and continents in her little car. So incredible. Very, very cool. Yeah, just yeah. fantastic. And at speed, too. How about if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased? Who would it be? Well, I don't know why, but for some reason, W.O. Walter Owen Bentley comes to mind for kind of a several reasons, one of which is he began working for the Great Northern Railway in England and would design and manufacture things, which may explain the size and girth of the parts on the car, to which uh, a very uh, interesting man named Mr. Bugatti told Bentley that he has the fastest lorry, i.e. truck, in the world. (laughs) And Bentley smiled. I would love the opportunity. Plus, he put the Newport's bad engines in the biplanes. And then he started building uh, four-valve overhead cam uh, engines in 1919. That's something I would really have loved the opportunity to maybe one day have a drink with W.O. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you can find all these great resources Joel has shared on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Joel. Last name is C-A-R-A-S-H, and that page of his will pop right up. All right, Joel. We are up to the checkered flag, and I've got a question for you that can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the garage. doesn't matter who owns it or where it is. I'm going to park it in your garage so you can have a little bit of fun with it. But there are some rules to my game that may make it a bit of a challenge. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. You have to drive it. No garage queens here, but that's no problem for you. But the key thing is it's the only one collector car that you can have in your garage. I think this is going to be a driver. What can I buy you? Well, in uh, in my humility, my first reaction was, what's in my garage now seems to work pretty well. <laughs> yeah, but I think so. Since you put it the way you do, Mark, I'd have to say something that a man named Vladi drove, which would clearly be an Alpha 6C or something along that way. The 8s and 6C was the Mille Miglia, 1930. I don't think I'm talking against the the mark of Bentley, but just respect for one of the greatest drivers in the world. And according to the people who knew him, he said the greatest driver that ever was or ever will be. 
So, and, and alpha would work well. You know, yeah. And I'll tell you, the six C's, eight C's, there are some spectacular cars to choose from. Here's what I think we should do, Joe. We should jump in your Bentley and just cruise around the world looking for the exactly right alpha to bring home and park in your garage. I think we could spend a couple of years having some fun doing that. Works for uh, me. That, yeah, it would work for me as well. That sounds like fun. Joel, just like the day I spent with you in La Jolla, you have taken me on a wonderful ride today. I've really enjoyed reconnecting with you. I want to thank you for sharing your incredible life, the way that you've uh, grasped life and uh, just taken it to a whole new level. You get out there and have fun and embrace it when you're not uh, in the courtroom uh, supporting and helping people or trying to put the bad guys away. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the sunset and that beautiful old alpha? Well, what's become my my favorite phrase in that subject is to be continued. (laughs) I love it. You can see that on a headstone, too, to be continued. That would be nice. That would be nice. I think so. It's a wonderful thought. Are you active on social media? Do you do you have people kind of follow along in your adventures, or uh, is there a way for no, people? No, I I just haven't gone there. Maybe I'm old fashioned. Although I uh, used to build, you know, high fives and stereos and what have you, but I've just sort of limited it to trying to promote language and and direct communication. And of course, I use the device. Absolutely. Well, I'll make sure I tell you what I'll put a link to the Ironstone Concord on that website in the La Jolla Concord, which you've uh, participated in both of those to support those events, which I've done in the past. Both are wonderful events. Put those on your calendars for next year because they're worth worthy, I should say, of attending. And you can find everything Joel has shared today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. I'll make sure I post some pictures of my travels with Joel. Sounds like a book. My travels with Joel and the old Bentley when I was uh, with him in La Jolla as well. Joel, thanks for calling in today, for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and sharing your incredible life experiences. You're an inspiration for all. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. All the best. Thank you. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah! TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah! podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah! TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah! TV is available on MAV TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find MAV TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!